are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, everybody, what is happening? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what's good? All right, first of all, I hope you guys had a phenomenal weekend, phenomenal Labor Day weekend. I mean, personally, for me, I finally did my MCAT exam for medical school. Yes, I'm so excited that it's over. Yeah, first of all, and uh, honestly, it didn't go as bad as I thought initially. So hopefully I get an average score. You know, I'm even satisfied with that average score. But just like I said, I'm so happy that it's over. And uh, I wish everybody else out there who also took the exam also did well as well. Uh, What else, man? Oh, welcome back to all of those Griffins out there listening right now. And especially, I just want to give a big, big welcome to all of you guys. First year students out there, University of Guelph, first year students out there, man. You guys have... A phenomenal time during all week. I hope you have a great time, but don't forget to focus on school as well because, you know, that's what we're here. But at the same time, don't don't take it too hard on yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, have fun and study. So work hard and play even harder. Yeah, you didn't hear from here, but oh, well, I hope you guys have a phenomenal time. And actually... Because today was going to be our back to school uh, special edition. Well, we actually had a very special thing line up for this week's episode. And uh, not only, okay, so before I actually get started with that, because you guys know how much drama and controversy is actually involved with uh, some of our episodes. I mean, not that we're actually personally uh, in relations to those controversies and stuff like that. Usually when we talk about controversies, it's about something that happened uh, abroad in terms of, uh, you know, promoters just doing something stupid to their fighters and, you know, things like that. But this time around, guys, grab your popcorns because things are about to get juicy and spicy because something actually happened to us here at TKO and I'm gonna get into more detail in regards to that just just hold on to your seats for now okay so in addition to that that spicy (laughs) controversy thing that I'm gonna talk about uh, today, actually, we're going to talk about so many fight breakdowns. Guys, this upcoming weekend, of course, we have UFC 228 happening in Dallas, Texas, headlined by a phenomenal fight between Tyron Woodley, the current welterweight champion at the UFC, and is going to be defending his title against the challenger, the top challenger. Darren Till. So we have that as the main event. And as the co-main event, we have a phenomenal fight in the women's flyweight division between Valentina Shevchenko and the champion Nico Montano. Okay, so that fight is also going to be phenomenal. It's going to be amazing. I love Valentina Shevchenko and I love Montano as well. Nico Montano as well. She actually won the Ultimate Fighter, the show The Ultimate Fighter. And as a result of that, she became the first ever women's flyweight champion. 
at the UFC. So that's going to be pretty exciting. And there's so many other talented fighters fighting on that card as well. If we have some extra time, we're going to talk about their fights as well. But just know that the whole main card is stacked and please do watch the entire card and do not take any bathroom breaks because if you do, you will miss something important, man. Just just take it from here, all right? And then not only that, so if you if you thought that we didn't have enough fights to watch over this weekend, so we also have a phenomenal boxing bout coming up on the same night, uh, on Saturday nights, we have a fantastic boxing bout between the former welterweight champion, the former WBC welterweight champion of the world, Danny Garcia, and he's going to be fighting against Sean Porter. And these two guys are two of my favorites in the welterweight division. And um, this fight is going to be phenomenal. We're going to be talking about it in more detail throughout the show. And what else, man? Oh, uh, yeah. So I think, honestly, guys, you guys know me. I talk a lot, especially today, because we have so many exciting things to talk about and so many juicy things to talk about. I doubt that we're going to, uh, you know, break down all the fights that I'm going to preview right now so right now i'm gonna talk about a fight uh, 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 beforehand because i'm not exactly sure if we're gonna have enough time to break it down but uh, but it's really worth pointing out and i really want you guys to actually check it out over this upcoming weekend so also on the same nights that we have ufc 228 and uh the boxing fight between danny garcia and sean porter we're also going to be having acb 93 guys so acb the russian organization for mma um, they're they're phenomenal their motto for for show is uh, actually less show and more fighting which i definitely do agree with i mean sometimes you do need a little bit of entertainment and show but at sometimes you also need that athleticism and demonstration of um, good skills so I, that's why i love acb and their events so on this acb card uh, which is actually happening in russia so because it's first of all because it's happening in russia you guys that probably have to catch up with it throughout the afternoon i believe uh yeah i'm not exactly sure about the time zones in russia but it's probably happening during daytime for for our time in eastern time zones so the reason mainly why i actually brought up acb this particular acb event is because my man my brother from another mother Amir Ali Akbari, my man, the former world champion in wrestling and Greco-Roman wrestling at 96 kilos. So we all know how how big of a superstar he's um, almost become because he first started fighting um, in MMA uh, in the Japanese organization Ryzen. And we've already broken down a few of his fights here on the show. But this time around, he's um, actually under contract with ECB. So my man, Amir Ali Akbari, is going to be fighting once again, but this time against a very dangerous fighter in the heavyweight division of ACB. He's going to be facing off against Daniel Omel, uh, Omel Lachuk. And I'm so sorry if I totally butchered that last name. I tried my best, but uh, just 
I wanted to put this out there because Amir Ali Akbari is a beast out there. And uh, because of his wrestling skills, he's a very, very distinguished guy. And you don't really see guys like him, especially um, in, in the in the heavyweight divisions all across all, I feel like, all MMA organizations. So because of that, it's uh, this fight is actually really worth watching. And, um, uh, you know, not forcing guys, but definitely if you have time, do not miss this fight. Amir Alec Bari versus Daniel Omolachuk. I'm sorry, I totally butchered that last name again. I'm so sorry, but overall, ACB 93 and Russia definitely do try to catch up with it. It's going to be awesome. All right, so now that we talked about all those uh, previews and what we have lined up for today, let's get down to business. Let's get down to the juicy stuff, to the gossip, guys. Yeah. All right. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Woo. Yeah, there we go. All right. So, okay, guys. So last week, actually, if you actually uh, tuned in to our last week's episode, you guys probably remember how excited I was because I kept telling you guys that we're going to have a very special guest in the studio with us okay and i was really really excited and uh i i mainly mainly brought it up because i was so sure that our phenomenal interview was going to take place between us here here in the studio in tko and that person and i'm just gonna because you know we're not necessarily gonna say the best things about the situation i'm gonna refer to this person as st so ST, guys, ST it fights for the UFC. And um, this person um, has actually challenged for the title for, for the weight division that he's in. Oops, I said he. So you can actually, <laughs> you might probably guess who I'm going to be talking about. But I'm not going to be referring to his uh, full name because that's just um, not the person that I am. And um, I'm trying to keep it as professional as possible. And... Um, so ST, we were supposed to have an interview with ST. Now, the thing is, we're actually going to be recording our interview with ST over this past weekend. So what happened was we came to the studio, waited and waited and waited. Half an hour goes by, 45 minutes go by, nothing. And so we come out and then ST contacts us, says, we're so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can we actually reschedule this? And then we say, sure, because you're ST, you're a very respectable guy. Of course, we're going to give you another chance. You know, stuff happen and, you know, sometimes um, just things just go as planned. So we're going to give you another chance. So we come to the studio again, hoping to talk to ST through Skype because ST, obviously, as you might probably guess, doesn't live in Canada and doesn't live in Guelph. So ST can phys cannot physically come into the studio for this interview. So the options that we gave ST was to either call through the phone into our studio for us to actually conduct our interview or for ST to contact us through Skype in which, you know, the, the sound quality is actually going to be better, things like that. So again, we gave ST another chance. We came into the studio, you know, minutes go by one after another and no signs of ST. Guys, ST has very much disappointed me and I really wish that we could actually deliver this interview with ST to you guys. But ST, the fighter, 
that we're supposed to have on our show. I don't know what is going on with ST, but ST, whatever that is happening with you, man, I know we're not as big as a podcast on ESPN or Sportsnet and, uh, you know, we're not as mainstream as those podcasts. We we belong to the people. We belong to the people of our community here in Guelph, Ontario. And because we actually heard that you might be coming to our city, SD, we thought that we might give you a chance to actually promote yourself and, um, you know, uh, just just talk about the great things that you're going to do with the, with the combat sports community in our city of Guelph. So, you know, we gave you the chance, but unfortunately, it just didn't happen. And um, I'm very disappointed. But ST, because of, um, you know, okay, so here's the thing, guys. So when all these actually, one of these things actually went down, I actually had this many devil on my left shoulder telling me, Janon, you have to be spicy. You have to go out there, just fully out there and expose this person. And then on my right shoulder, I had a little angel telling me, Janon, you know, if this stuff happened and just just let it go, man, just just move forward. So (laughs) during this episode, I tried to do a mix of both things because I guess that's that's just the first thing to do. And so the last thing that I want to say is ST, Mr. Fighter, in the UFC, Mr. ST. I know this is so disappointing. And you, I, I feel like you can actually admit yourself that you could have been more professional in, in this uh, particular situation. But Mr. ST, Mr. UFC fighter, I just want to let you know that just like my man Tupac always says, man, I ain't mad at you. Yeah, there you go. This is for you, ST. I am mad at you. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. I let everything off my chest. So now I feel good. And now I feel like we're good to... We're good enough to break down a few fights for you guys. So I'm glad that it's over. I'm glad that I let it all out. And you guys know how honest I tend to be with you guys. So, So I really want to put this out there. Because you guys deserve to know the truth. And um, just like I said, my whole purpose here is to serve you guys, the people of my community. And because I really care about you guys. And um, I just felt like you guys deserve to know the truth. And um, that's it. That's all. Period. All right. So now that that is done. Okay. I feel so much better now. And um, I feel like it would be fair to give you guys some juicy, juicy breakdowns because we didn't actually have this interview on this um, episode. So right now, I feel like it would be nice to get started with UFC 228. All right. So first things first, Tyron Woodley against Darren Till. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, this fight is going to be fire because we have Tyron Woodley who is so, so explosive. I'm pretty sure you guys have actually watched Tyron Woodley's previous fights. And, um, you know, he the main reason why he actually defeated the former champion, Robbie Lawler, was because of his explosiveness and because of his unpredictability mixed with his ex- explosiveness. So because of that, he's a very dangerous fighter. However, I feel like he's actually really, really um, underestimated. Even though he's the champion, he is 
underestimated. And I feel like a lot of people are actually hyping hyping up Darren Till to, to win this fight against uh, Tyron Woodley. But let's not forget uh, why Tyron Woodley is the champion. Because he's a phenomenal wrestler. Because he's an explosive striker. And, he, you know, his fighting IQ is actually really good. He doesn't expend energy when he doesn't really have to. And he's super efficient with his um, fighting, sc- fighting style. So because of that, a lot of people actually, you know, a lot of the casual fans tend to think that Tyron Woodley, uh, he's a boring fighter. But the, th- the reality is, guys, you guys already know because I know you guys are diehard MMA fans out there. You guys already know that Tyron Woodley is a very talented guy and we shouldn't really underestimate him because he's a phenomenal guy. So, just like I said, Tyron Woodley, he has phenomenal wrestling and his striking is also really accurate and powerful. And Darren Till, the, the thing with him is because of his physique, because he's really tall and his limbs are actually really long, you know, he tends to deliver a lot of accurate shots as well. And the thing that uh, Darren Till actually does is he tends to measure up his shots. And then after he measures up those uh, punches, he then throws the best shot that he can possibly throw. And because of that, his uh, the, the knockout rates of his whole professional career is really high compared to anybody else in the welterweight division at the moment. And that is why I feel like initially he got this title shot because of that whole... Uh, you know, he's really smart with the way that he throws those punches. So I feel like he really does deserve this title shot. And so because of all those things that I just said, this fight is going to be really, really interesting. And um, I'm actually interested to see how Tyron Woodley is actually going to hold up against those, um, uh, the, the style that Darren Till is going to bring into the show on fight night. Because just like I said, it's almost like a Conor McGregor type of style because... He doesn't really want to go for takedowns. He doesn't really want to go for those submissions in jiu-jitsu. He, he, because most of the fights that he's had, he's been successful through striking and knocking out his opponents. I feel like that's the method that he's trying to stick to in this particular fight as well. But we'll see what actually goes down. And I'm really excited to see how how Tyron Woodley uh, uh, it goes around uh, Darren Till's style in a way so I'm really interested to see how he's going to counteract against those shots that Darren Till is going to deliver on fight nights all right so definitely do catch up with the main event it's going to be phenomenal and fire but let's not forget about the awesome co-main event that we have lined up for UFC 228 which is a phenomenal fight between Valentina Shevchenko and Nico Montano and uh, I love both of these ladies Nico Montano she's a very uh, well-rounded MMA fighter because she has everything you can actually ask for in an MMA fighter she has the striking and the wrestling and the jiu-jitsu I believe actually she trains at 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, if I'm not mistaken. So her her Jiu-Jitsu is actually really on point. And Valentina Shevchenko, she used to fight in Muay Thai and she actually won multiple world championships in Muay Thai. So that's her background. 
And um, overall, like ever since a very young age, she has been in this game, in this martial arts culture. And so because of that, it's almost hacked in her DNA. And she's a very good martial artist. So because of that, I would say Shevchenko would have a better chance at winning this fight against Montano if she just sticks to her roots of, of Muay Thai and just striking. I feel like she actually does have the ability of um, outstriking the champion, Nico Montano. And that obviously doesn't take anything away from how amazing of a fighter Nico Montano is. I'm just saying, you know, that's just the way uh, I feel about Valentin Shevchenko behaving on fight night. However, if Montano wants to be successful, she has to go for those takedowns. Because, you know, the way that we've seen Shevchenko show weaknesses in her fights is actually when she's on the ground and uh, when she's in a non-dominant position on the ground. So if Montano is able to go for those takedowns and actually employ her good jiu-jitsu skills and potentially submit Shevchenko, I feel like that's the best way and the most logical way to go in this particular fight for Montano. All right, so there's that. Oh, we have so many other great guys fighting on this card. We have a phenomenal fighter who's actually on a rise. So I'm not sure if actually if we've actually talked about this um, talented, talented fighter here on the show before. But guys, Zabit Magomed Sharapov. So Zabit, his background is in kung fu is in traditional uh, kung fu, and I really, really appreciate that because we don't actually see a lot of guys with a uh, kung fu background enter the UFC even though if they do have that background it's just going to accelerate things so much better and uh, move things um, smoother in their direction so because of that uh, Zabit is a very talented fighter and whoever he's actually faced off against He's, uh, he's been able to deliver unorthodox things in his fights, which makes him so unique as a fighter. And so because of all those things that I just said, I feel like Zabit, um, after this fight that he has in, in the UFC 228 card, I feel like I, I know a lot of people knew him from before, but after this fight, uh, given that he actually wins this fight, he's going to be turning into a superstar, a guy that the UFC definitely does uh, want to promote because he's the next biggest guy out there because of his skills because of his phenomenal kung fu skills okay so there's that and um two of my other favorite female fighters are actually fighting on this card as well jessica andraj and carolina kowalkowicz so i believe this fight is going to be happening in the strawweight division jessica andraj she is so powerful super super muscular and um she can pretty much take down anybody, not just people in her weight division, but also whoever that she puts her hands on. She can take those people down. And that's just how strong of a fighter she is. She actually trains in judo as of recently. And I feel like that's why we see a lot of success with her takedown attempts. And Carolina Kowalkowicz, she also has a background in Muay Thai. She has fought uh, world champions and um, she has a very good background in Muay Thai. So because of all those things, if um, Carolina is able to outbox and outstrike Jessica Andrade, then she's going to be successful 
and that if Jessica Andrade is um, able to just constantly go for those, you know, shoot for those takedowns and just constantly charge forward, then I feel like that way she is um, able to come on top in this fight. Especially because Jessica Andrade, you know, she's um, kind of short, so her limbs aren't that long. So when she actually does want to throw punches, she has to get super close to her opponents. And, um, you know, by, by just doing that, closing that range, um, it, it's not going to be the best thing because you're actually exposing yourself to many, many more strikes to come from your opponent. So because of that, I would say for Jessica Andrade to block those shots from coming, her only way is to actually go for those takedowns. So, you know, there's my prediction for that. And what else, man? Oh, now let's quickly move on to boxing. All right. So just like I said, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter. Once again, we have the air horn coming. Yeah, because this fight is going to be just fire. And um, okay, there's a reason why Danny Garcia, first first things first, there's a reason why Danny Garcia was the champion at welterweight. So first of all, okay guys, I'm sorry, but I have to give you a brief background of the welterweight division. So we all remember how the welterweight division was. It was completely dominated by Floyd Money Mayweather, okay, during his era of reigning the the whole boxing world, you can say. So Mayweather was the king of the division. And then we had, we, of course, we had guys like Canelo Alvarez and, you know, uh, just, just some other guys who were out there trying to, uh, defeat Mayweather but Mayweather was just a king and um, things actually didn't change and it was just constantly at a plateau until Mayweather actually stepped down and retired and so because of that we had different guys going at each other to win back all of the titles that he held and so we had uh, the former champion Keith Thurman fighting um, uh, you know uh, our very own Danny Garcia and um uh, actually, at that moment, Keith Thurman became the WBC welterweight champion, and he used to be the champion, and he didn't really lose the belt to anybody, but because he was just holding on to the belt for so long, and um, he wasn't really defending it against anybody at that time, he was actually stripped of his belt, and that is why the WBC welterweight title at the moment is on the line for any any one of these guys, for, for either Danny Garcia or Sean Porter to actually pick up and once again become the champion. All right, so because of all those things and all the uh, interesting background that the welterweight division has, I feel like this fight is going to be really, really exciting to watch. And Danny Garcia, first of all, let's talk about him. Danny Garcia, he has very, very fast and speedy shots. And those shots, not only are they fast, but they're also super accurate. And his technique also, I feel like, okay, not trying to be biased here, but I feel like Danny Garcia's technique is is better than Sean Porter's. And I know Sean Porter, he's actually shown that, you know, he's a top contender and that he actually does deserve to be called a very uh, top-ranked boxer. You know, all of those things are true, but I just feel like Danny Garcia is an overall better uh, technical boxer in this particular fight. But at the same time, I feel like Sean Porter is the more persevering guy. And I feel like he's going to be the one that if things don't go his way, he's able to uh, go around those obstacles and actually come on top with um, counteracts and um, 
just some um, things that you actually wouldn't expect him to do but on fight nights if he actually does uh, encounter those he's gonna think of something and he's gonna counter attack those problems so i feel like that's the type of fighter that sean porter is and so because of all those things uh that i just talked about guys once again definitely do not miss this fight danny garcia versus sean porter for the wbc welterweight title all right and i'm just looking at the clock right now man that is all the time we're gonna have for this week once again welcome back university of Guelph students hope you guys have a phenomenal semester and um yeah man so definitely do catch up with the fights over this upcoming weekend and uh we also have uh, so many other great fights happening in the month of september we have triple g versus canelo alvarez happening on september 15th so next week we're actually going to be breaking down that fight okay let me just check my calendar for a second so yes next week we are for sure breaking down gennady golovkin versus canelo alvarez number two the rematch we are breaking it down and it's going to be super exciting market calendars and um it's gonna be lit awesome okay so with that unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week all right so you guys already know you can go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes and what else man you can also go to iTown, uh, itunes and soundcloud to catch up with our previous episodes as well and until next time it's your girl janon right here and this is tko peace out